What's going on, guys? It's me, Robert. It's me, Chance. And this is the Cigar Gospel Podcast. Yes, sir. We're back. This is yes. episode number five, right? Yes. Cinco. So, first order of business grab a smoke, grab a drink, and join us in this great conversation that's about to happen today. Yes. Or light up your cigar if you're driving around as you're listening to us today. All right, Robert. All right, all right, all right. Man, it's good to be back. It really is, man. I had a I had a little illness uh, last week or so. I had a little stomach virus. So and I thought he had COVID again. Put, He's all right. put me down for a little bit. I lost a pound or two, but rest <laughs> assured, I gained that right on back. First, first order of business for Robert. First order of business. Order, uh, get him a hippo from the taco stand. You, you got him right. If you're not from South Texas, you might not know what a hippo taco is, but it is pure greatness and genius. It's literally a big-ass tortilla, not a burrito, a tortilla, just with the all kinds scene. of shit. The whole kitchen Chariso, eggs, sausage, eggs, bacon, cheese, green salt, potato. I forgot about uh, papas and huevos, you know, all that good shit. Everything, dude. It's the best shit in the world. That's the one thing I miss about not living down here, where you live at now, is because... Taco stands everywhere, bro. Well, I got taco stands everywhere, too, but they don't make hippos and shit. Yeah. You know, they just got regular tacos. And I know, like, where my brother lives, same thing. Like, it's hard to get good hippos. They ain't got nothing like Taco Loco or yeah. Tacos and More or A-Hot or I got Fat you. Boys. Well, I hear you on that. That's how y'all know that we're fat. We know taco stands by names around here. Exactly. Why don't you tell the people we're enjoying as far as smoke today, bro? Man, we're smoking the Illusione. I think that's how you say it. It's Illusion E. Illusione. A Pyrene? Yeah, a Pyrene. Robert kept calling it Epiphany. Yeah. <laughs> a Pyrene. I don't know what that means, but I thought it was a Connecticut cigar, but apparently it's a Corojo wrapper. But it's, it's decently creamy. It's not as light as I expected it would be, though, honestly. Yeah. It's more of a medium cigar, almost, but it's still pretty pleasant. I've been smoking it with uh, that Black Rifle caffeinated and fueled medium roast with cream, and it's a pretty good pairing. Yeah. Um, it really is. Why don't you tell them more about the, the so pyrene? So the cigar is, um, well, we'll start with the wrapper. It's a Honduran Corojo. Yeah. And, and it's uh, CLE. Yeah, those that yeah. don't know... CLE is, you <laughs> know, right? king of Corojo. Um, and uh, the fillers are Nicaraguan, um, the uh, binders are Nicaraguan, and it's a um, wrapper is also Nicaraguan. Or the wrapper type, I'm sorry. Um, but it's a, it's a medium to full body cigar. I would say more on the medium side. About halfway through it now. Um, but we picked this one up at the local shop, and neither one of us have had it, so we're enjoying it this morning here with a cup of coffee, like Chance said. So, correction, it's actually a Nicaraguan Corojo. Okay. So, okay. what? It's the company's out of Honduras. So, this would not be from Christian's okay. Fields then. Okay, so a Nicaraguan Corojo. Stand corrected. Is it? It might be a Nico Puro. Which if, people don't know, it just means everything from Nicaragua just yeah. rolled and made in Honduras. Yeah. So it's a pretty good cigar. It's got a What are your thoughts on some that? ninety ratings in the past. Um, so far 
It's got a small spice. I was expecting more cream, honestly. Yeah. When you look at it, you're thinking like, oh man, you're gonna get some nice creamy flavor, coffee flavor. I get a little bit of coffee flavor to it, but I don't get as much cream as I like so far. I'm almost halfway to the cigar. Yeah. I would prefer it, because when you look at it, man, you're like, man, it's gonna get, you know, be some nice, you know, cream, but to me, and I know this came and like some creamy sampler pack thing. Yeah. That's how we found out about it and then got another one. But, um, or maybe it was in, honestly, every cigar in there is a Connecticut except this one. So I don't really know what happened. That's why I thought it was a Connecticut. Yeah. But, um, it's definitely a very good cigar. I do get some toasted nuts a little bit, you know, like roasted peanuts or yeah. cashews, maybe a little bit, almonds. I think it's more almond. Most time, if you taste nuts in cigars, I think it's almonds. Yeah. So, toasted almonds. And it, like I said, a little bit of spice. But, personally, I wish I had a little bit more cream. Yeah. And I wish the draws a little bit more. It's okay now. But I did have some draw issues out of nowhere in the very beginning. Yeah. And it kind of fist itself. So, what about you? What you got? Um. So, I, I V-cut mine and the draw has been great um, so far. I mean, I haven't had any issues out of it as far as smoke-wise. Um, but for me, I'm getting a little bit of like a coffee and I can see where you're saying it's not as creamy as it looks, you know? Yeah. Like it's, it really isn't like initial, you know, visual that your thoughts are, okay, that's a Connecticut. That's going to be a nice creamy cigar. And when you, uh, when you smoke it, there's really not as much cream as you really led to believe that there is in it. So for me, I'm really just getting some coffee and maybe a little bit of a. I feel like it's almost like a, like a like a cocoa. I kind of see that. When I, the last retro hell I just did right now, I kind of get that. Yeah. Yours, you smelled manure on yours though, right? Yeah. So when I. <laughs> and and I it's grew a up, thing though, man. It's a thing. I grew up in the country, so I got a pretty good nose for cow shit. <laughs> but uh, I, t- I took it out the wrapper and I, I looked at it, and it, very beautiful cigar, very well made. And I, I drug it across my mustache like I normally do with my ritual. I, I drug it across my mustache, and the first smell I got reminded me of a, a you know a, a barn with just loads of cow shit in it. And uh, so that's why I, I was saying that I was getting that kind of manure smell. Of course, it doesn't taste like that, but it's crazy. There's some cigars people say they taste manure, but yeah. it's like pleasant. Like I've heard like chocolate manure. I'm like, chocolate manure sounds like shit. Yeah. You know, exactly. I don't know. I haven't. I wouldn't know how to sit there and tell you like, oh, I'm tasting this like pleasant manure. I think some guys just be talking shit, man. But. I don't know. You can read some cigar reviews on certain cigars, and even the writers say it has a, a manure taste. I understand the manure smell, which smells have to taste. I get that, but there's still a difference, you know, yeah. me personally. I didn't necessarily smell manure on my cigar, but Robert was so intrigued, I smelled his, and his did smell like manure. So I don't know uh, what the difference was between why my cigar didn't smell like it and his did, but overall, it's a nice quality cigar. Um... I forgot the price point on this thing. Man, I got mine in a sampler pack, so... Shoot, I don't know, dude. I don't remember. Let me take a look. See what I can find. Yeah, but, uh... I think it's... Can't be more than 10 bucks, I don't think. 
And we actually didn't know the local shop even carried these. We were walking around the humidor. It's ten dollars. That's what I know. Ten bucks. It's definitely the correct price point for it. I yeah, it's it's a good cigar. I don't know if this would be one that I would choose to smoke in the morning. I guess it's not a heavy cigar, but if I I would definitely have more top choices. Yeah, because we were expecting so like when no we creamier. chose this for the podcast, we were like, man, we want something nice and creamy today. Yeah, you know, smooth and and we're kind of caught. And sometimes that happens, man. A lot of people nowadays are all about strength, strength, strength. So you got to be careful because you'll get some of these Connecticut's that be full of Nicaraguan binders and fillers and just whoop your ass. And kind of sucks if you're a beginner and you're you want to enjoy a light cigar first. You got to be careful. You know, really know what you're getting. And that kind of sucks now. Like, just leave Connecticut's alone. To me, the combination isn't that well usually. We still have the New Wave Connecticut by E.P. Yeah. Carrillo we're going to review. I'm excited to see how that one works out using a strong cigar to Connecticut wrapper. I believe it can be done. But I personally, I'm okay with just letting Connecticut's be Connecticut's. The wrappers are so thin and fragile, they usually just don't go with super strong tobacco. Yeah, personally. no, I understand In that completely. In my opinion. Yeah, and, and when I first got into cigars, that was the thing I was looking for was a not a really like punch in the face type of cigar, just something nice and and, and mellow to start out. And uh, that's what I thought initially was every Connecticut uh, shade wrapper was mellow, and then you get a couple of them and you're like, holy. Yeah, like uh, the La Polina has one. Fuck. It's a small one. I can't remember the name of it, but that little thing, it's a Connecticut, but it's strong. Yeah, that's not the Mr. Sam, is it? No, 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 no. It's a. Uh, another one i don't think it's mr sam i don't think mr sam's connected but you got to be careful and um there's some cigars out there that are very strong that are connecticut yeah. you know so personally i i didn't even like Connecticut. i thought i didn't like connecticut for a very long time and then i had a real connecticut where you could taste the creaminess yeah samba de mesa brulee blue there you go ever since then i i actually go now when i go i buy half and half Actually, now it's kind of going more towards the flavorful cigars over the super full body. You know, I like a full body cigar sometimes, but sometimes they're just, man, it dries the shit out of your mouth, and it's just a hard smoke. It's nice at night, I guess, you drink some alcohol or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, I can count on a medium cigar to pair with almost anything. Yeah. So I do like being able to just pick up whatever I want to drink. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, yeah, it, I'm getting a little bit of cream now. See all that shit talking about it. It's like, hold up, I'll give you some fucking cream. So I'm like, all right, excuse the language. Um, so you went to the my father event, lucky bastard. I did, I, I did. Had, I had to work. Me and my wife went. Uh, it was last Friday, I think. No, last Thursday. Thursday I'm yeah. sorry, last Thursday. And uh, they had it over at a local cigar shop. They have events, you know. They try to have them monthly, maybe every two months or whatever. No, it's every month. Yeah, it is. And uh, so they had the My Father. And uh, those that don't know, um, My Father was actually the first brand that I really uh, fell in love with. That was the first cigar that I was like, man, I really enjoy these cigars. (laughs) I really do. And I think the first one that I really fell in love with was the... uh, 
think it was the Lee. Uh, La Bougie, Yeah, that was the first cigar that I was like, man, I, I really love this cigar. And uh, so they had the event, and uh, so me and my wife went, and my wife, being the loving woman that she is, she bought me twenty cigars, filled my little travel nice. humidor up. And Big, this, this motherfucker does not have it's a travel humidor. This thing is a full humidor that is so it happens that he can travel with. Just well, get it straight. The thing fits fifty cigars in it. You never know. You never know when you'll <laughs> need to bust out fifty cigars, but yeah, uh so we bought that, um, the cigars and the first one that I smoked for the night was the what was oh it was the My Father Connecticut. That was the first one that I had. And, you know, speaking of Connecticut's that aren't actually what you think they are, you get some creaminess with that one, but there's some pepper as well in that the My Father. Oh, yeah. yeah. And for me, um, you know, of course, my palate has developed, so I'm kind of used. I, I knew that there was going to be a pepper that came with it. So when I smoked that one, um, it was enjoyable. That was the first one that I smoked for the night. And then... Um, I moved on to the, I had the Fonseca, the My Father Fonseca, and that one, let me tell you, I had never had that one until that night, and that was a great cigar. I had the smaller one. Yeah, the Corona. Yeah, they had a couple of different sizes, and after I would gotten like 10 cigars, I realized, fuck, I'm I'm running out of, uh, you know, new cigars that I haven't had. So I just went back and picked different sizes. You know, they say you can get different flavors or some have different strengths with different sizes. Yeah. So that's what I did. And then, of course, uh, recommendation by uh, Chance here was uh, I had to have the Don Pepin. Blue. Yeah. And so I smoked. That was the last one of the night. And let me tell you, I don't know why I haven't had that one sooner, but that was a great cigar. A great cigar. That one, that one was very enjoyable. I think um, through the night, that one was by far my favorite. Really, yeah. Yeah, the Don Pepin. And they had a couple of them, um, but it was a cool little event. Um, they had a auctioned off a, a, a raffled off a humidor. I was really hoping to win, but I didn't. <laughs> I need to get me one, but yeah, I. Uh, but it was a very enjoyable event. We had a good time. Um, we drank some whiskey while we were there, and uh, we stayed. A couple of hours enough to smoke three cigars. So. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I missed out on that one. I always miss out on the good events. I say that now. We went to what was the last? No, CLE is a badass event. C- yeah, CLE was the one last event we went to together. The foundation event. Was, that was nice. When that one I'm that. really looking forward to. I don't know. Yeah, when they coming back. I don't know, but I'm really looking forward to when they do come back. Yeah, Robert's like a foundation whore now. I, you know, and. It's a good know. company. It really is, man. And there's nothing wrong with it. It's just your palate develops, you know? I, re- I still really have a strong burning love for the La Aroma de Cuba. And I still stand by that. But I told you, man. You smoke them every day. You're going to start wanting yeah. that something else. That's what and happened. so I went in and actually the way the foundation love started was uh, the Charter Oak. Yep, <laughs> man, that's a, that's a good Connecticut for yeah. any beginner out there. It's like what six bucks? The six, six it's, bucks. It's like six bucks, and now it's his whole thing. Nick was who owns Foundation, wanted to create a cigar that everybody could smoke to kind of honor the old school American cigar. 
And that's what he did with the Charter Oak. He actually has a Habano now, too, if you want it a little bit stronger. Yeah. So he provides an everyday smoke, which is a Charter Oak, which is a good cigar. I think it was actually on the Aficionado one there. And then he's got his higher-up stuff. Every cigar Nick's makes, though, honestly, I haven't had a bad one. And I know we discussed this in the past uh, podcast, but really, also, what draws me is the interesting rappers. I really love the interesting rappers on them. Oh, yeah, they're great. Yeah, and so last time I went into the shop, I picked up a couple of more Wise Man, and then um, his uh, higher end is the uh, High Castle. Yeah. And I got a couple of those, too, that I have yet to try, but... I'm definitely looking forward to that, and maybe one day we can do a good um, review on something from him. Oh, yeah. I'll, we're going to definitely do some foundation. From yeah. Here. But, uh, yeah, man, um, that was that was pretty good. That was a good. That was awesome, man. I wish I could have been there. But Robert did bring me back some cigars, yeah. so I'm, not, I'm good. And, and you smoked what? The big Fonseca, and, and it was one you... of the best my father's cigars I ever had. I never smoked it. I only smoked a little Corona too. Yeah, man, you talk about toothy, draw taste. Just phenomenal, huh? That cigar was phenomenal. I think it's better than the Corona, honestly. And and I have yet to smoke that size, but I really I think it's like a Grand Robusto or something. Yeah, it was a five and a half by like fifty two or fifty four, somewhere around there. But it was a five and a half, so almost a Toro. Yeah, and uh. Man, it was so good. And, and what what I really like about my father, too, is, you know, everyone knows we ain't rich, you know. And so the cigars are really affordable, you know. Do you they can, know we're not rich? Well, I hope they know we're I not th- rich. <laughs> no, I think they get the picture always talking about budget cigars. Yeah. But frugal. The my father, uh, their, their cigars are really affordable, you know. Yeah. Even their... Uh, so the judge, the judge was actually, I think it made the list this past or yeah, this year. Yeah, that was the only my father that made the list, yeah. I believe. And then the Lee uh, Labushi made the list at one well, point. Well, they had like three cigars, from my understanding. Let me look them up. It's the La Flor Antillas. And I smoked that one, and I, I, I man, I was not feeling it at all. Me, you and me both. Remember, we smoked it together. Yeah, right? and that was the one that I was, I was so angry, guys. I was so angry that I got about halfway through that cigar, and I don't ever do this to cigars. I got halfway through that cigar, and I said, you know what? I'm not finishing it. I just, it, it just was flavorless to me. And I'm not bashing the brand by no means, but it just, the cigar for me wasn't doing it. And uh, so I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to waste the other 30 minutes on a disappointment, you know? And sometimes you have that. Yeah, so, and the thing with the Flor de las Antillas, however you say it. Yeah. It won in 2012, man. So, like, that was 10 years ago. So the blend just might not be the same because they change every year, you know? Yeah, I could see that. But the La Bouche... 1922 won in 15. So they've only won twice, but still a big, big deal. Yeah. Big deal. I mean... They've been on the list for uh, quite a bit of stuff. Um, I think Gurkha's won like 10 years. Huh? Man, <laughs> <laughs> Michael, that's one for you, bro. We got that review coming soon. Don't you worry about that. 
Let me find out if Gurkha. I don't know if Gurkha's ever won. <laughs> I'm gonna be pretty upset if they have. And I want. We'll smoke that one. If, if they if if they, they won and they have that cigar that they won, we'll smoke that one for the review. But uh, yeah, we got some pretty interesting cigars coming up for reviews. I think Chance ordered us a. Uh, was it Filthy Hooligan? Yeah, that's gonna be all. Man, Gurkha's been on. Oh, that cigar's not yet. That's okay. <laughs> the Filthy Hooligan, I think, is actually made by Drew Estate, right? No, it's Alec and Bradley. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. So, yeah. um, th- I have not smoked this one before, but it has, oh, what's the leaf called? It's a green leaf. I think it's called somewhat the V, like verde. Well, verde means green. Yeah. Um, it looks to me, there's, a there's I think, two versions of it. Yeah, they have the regular Filthy Hooligan and the yeah. Shamrock. So the shamrock has three different types of leaves intertwined in a barber pole. Anyone yeah. know what a barber pole looks like? The blue and red. It's the same thing on the cigar, but it's going to be on the filthy hooligan. Uh, one's green, and one some. I don't know if it's a Maduro. I may Google that. I'm not sure. Well, we do have the. We got those cigars coming in, and we're going to be doing a review. I think we're planning on dropping that one on, on Saint Patty's Saint Day. Patty's Day. So y'all be on the that. look at. That one's going to be a fun one. I think we're probably going to pair that up with a, a nice Guinness. <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah, that'll be a really uh, fun review to do. I'm still getting some uh, some good uh, some good cocoa in here and some coffee, man. It's, it's been a really pleasant cigar for me. It, it's gotten better midway. I mean, it was always good, but it's gotten a little better for me, too. Yeah. So, okay, and Filthy Hooligan, it's a, we got the 6x50 Toro, it's a Nicaraguan Habano and Candela wrapper, that's what it there is. You go. So, it, it's green, literally, it's just a green wrapper. I think it's not fermenting as long or something like that, a little different process. I've smoked a full Candela wrapper, it's like the Fuego or something. Yeah. I think by La Polina. Yeah. It was okay, you know what it tastes like? What? That one tasted, it reminded me of like fresh cut grass. It wasn't too bad. I used to eat so, grass as a kid. <laughs> so I don't know, the shamrock has three. The shamrock actually adds, oh, a Sumatra binder. Damn, Ooh. I should have got that one. But I wanted to go with the classic Filthy Hooligan since we have never smoked. It's been a staple for St. Patrick's Day and smoking for a couple years now. Yeah. Um, Alec Bradley's not a bad company. They're out of Honduras. I like some of their stuff. Some of their stuff I don't care for personally. I've had a sampler pack where I only like like one or two cigars. Their black market's really good. Is that the uh, I, remind, uh, correct me if I'm wrong? The Alec Bradley is the one that makes the Kentucky. That's the Sons. Al, uh, oh, Alec and Bradley. Yeah, sorry. So the Filthy Hooligan is Alec Bradley. Okay. Kensuke is Alec and Bradley. Okay. All they did was throw an and sign and made a new company. Yeah. After, you know, because that's their names. So their dad made a cigar company after after them. I see. I got you. But yeah, they're, they have, they've been on the list a couple times. They've actually won Cigar of the Year before. Yeah. With the Princiano or Prisinato. I don't know how to say it. But <clears throat> so they had some honors. Not a bad brand. But I'm excited to try the Filthy Hooligan. Um, Me too, man. Getting getting the spirit of St. Patty's Day. Maybe throw some soccer on the TV Maybe. in here. Drink some Guinness. Maybe wear a soccer jersey or something. 
I had to go get one, but I, I'm sure we can find a, a big enough one for me. <laughs> I'm sure they got, well, I don't know. How you liking that beer, man? Surprisingly, it's pretty damn good. It's really good, ain't yeah. it? Yeah. I told you. Robert gave me a Shiner Trail L. It's a Trail L inspired beer. Trail mix inspired L. Brewed with chocolate, nuts, dried fruit, and other natural flavors. I mean, how much more healthier can you Six get, bro? Percent, I know, right? This is the perfect beer I need whenever I'm going uh, hiking and exactly, shit. Exactly, bro. And uh, Man, I actually good. bought it in a six-pack at uh, one of our local supermarkets here. And I saw it, and I was like, man, that looks interesting. Let me give it a shot. But I, I enjoyed it. And it's pretty really good did. so far. Yeah. Because you know, we finished the coffee, and I rolled right into... The beer? The beer, yeah. I don't know how you do that, man. It's 11 o'clock. It's you're coffee. right, you're right, you're it's right. It's off day. I've been putting in floors at the house. I need beer. I got you. I well, let's talk about a a tip of the cast, tip of the podcast. So, let's talk about tasting cigars. All right. And I know you're, you're the people that watch the videos know... That when I retro hell, my technique is to cough. That's because you're newer still. Yeah, but a lot of people watch these YouTube videos and they see these guys getting these crazy exotic notes, right? Like I've seen people. Half of them are bullshit. I'm yeah. calling it now. Don't motherfuckers be saying, "Oh yeah, I tasted um, s'mores on a fresh roasted fire in the summertime." Man, come on. Just say you tasted s'more notes, like. And I get it. It's entertainment. At the end of the day, we provide people with entertainment to make their day better. I yeah. understand, but sometimes you oversell. Exactly, and, and I, I mean, I want to be truthful to our people. Yeah, like if the cigar sucks, I'm gonna tell you that. I ain't got nothing to lose. Yeah, you know? if it's a Gurkha, you know, I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn! Watch this Gurkha review and it being like best damn cigar I ever smoked. So high ninety eight or God, something. God, man, I'm gonna look like such a jackass. Hey, right. I mean, I have never personally had one, but you know, I'm always willing to try. I'm open to new things. But yeah, tasting. Let's get in the tasting notes. So I didn't even know about Retro Hill when I first started smoking for like months. And I just smoked cigars. And I there are certain cigars I liked and certain... Like you can know if a cigar is good or not. Yeah. Even without Retro Hill. Like, honestly. Yeah. But man, does it take it to a new level on what cigar... What a, there might be a cigar you thought was okay. Once you start Retro Hill and change your mind. You can't taste everything just through the mouth. Yeah. You have to retro hell to really get some of those creaminess and chocolate flavors and stuff like that. And it's not that complicated, honestly. I used to think so, man. I thought I'd never be able to retro hell. I'd practice and practice. But I had the right person show me ever since then. It's so easy. Now I can just do it in my sleep. Yeah. And it really makes a difference. And you don't, the key though, so you don't cough. Is when you inhale, you blow majority of it out, and then just close your mouth and push it through your nose, the last bit. You try to retrohale all the smoke through your nose, you're gonna be like Robert over here. Even myself, it's rough. And even there is times when I get that smoke blowed out, most of it, and I even you know try to get it through my nose, and it, it may just be a spiciness that gets me, or just wrong technique like you said you know well just too much and if it's really spicy shit it even gets me at times even with a little bit yeah um 
like spicier cigars, I don't retrohale as much. Yeah. Just in, enough to know the flavor progression as I'm going on. But if a cigar is very flavorful, I'll retrohale every single time. Yeah. Like the CL Amazon Basin. That thing with that fruitiness, I kept retrohaling all the time. It was such a, it was a new experience note for me. And ever since I've tasted it, now I taste it more. I even tasted that on the Davidoff Dominica. And I smoked it before and enjoyed it. But now that I've experienced that note heavy, I can pick it up subtly. Yeah. That's the other thing, too, is you really got to keep smoking different cigars and retrohaling. It's just like, I remember when I first started drinking whiskey, right? And uh, my brother had gave me a tip, like, the good stuff you're not going to like usually right away. Because you're not going to be able to taste all the stuff. So just keep trying different stuff and expanding your palate. And then you can grow to like different stuff. So I started off with like just drinking, you know, Jameson and Tellamore do regular Irish whiskey and different stuff like that. And then I worked my way up to like Scotch. Now I like McAllen and different stuff because yeah. I can enjoy it better. You know, Johnny Walker Blue Label when someone buys it because my cheap ass ain't buying it. <laughs> but <laughs> I've had friends that get drunk and like, oh, I got Johnny Walker Blue Label. I'm like, yeah. There we go. <clears throat> Here's a cigar. <laughs> there you go. Here's a $10 cigar <laughs> so we can drink that $100 some dollar bottle of whiskey. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's the same thing, beer. You know, you got to drink different stuff and try to taste different stuff and develop your palate. And once you experience something once, it's going to pick up when other cigars have it. Absolutely. And that's pretty cool. I mean, that that's the best part about Retro Hell and honestly, getting those new notes. Yeah, and as a new person, you know, that's it, it, it's very intimidating, especially for somebody like me who never even smoked, you know. I've never smoked a cigarette. I've never done any type of smoking before. So for me, even just the regular smoking technique needed work. And the more I've smoked, the better I've gotten at it. But it, it initially, I take that smoke in and it goes straight to my, you know, I swallow it or whatever. And it, you start to feel kind of bad after a while. But the, the couple of times that I've had rep- retro health, it's extremely pleasant. You get a just, it's like Chance said, it's a whole nother profile. You have so many more um, taste receptors in your nose. And that's hard to believe, right? Yeah, you don't think about it, but, you know, when you smell pizza, you you know it's pizza. You know the taste. So, it's the same thing with smoking. Like, for me, you know, thinking about something sour. Your like mouth, your pickle beer? Mouth starts to, yeah, mouth starts to salivate, and then you put it in your mouth and you take a deep breath and then you enjoy that flavor a little more to me at least so yeah it's a it's a technique that you have to really practice it's not something that's gonna just happen overnight and you as a new person you have to remind yourself okay let me try to do a retro hoe here and that's why sometimes y'all see me cough on the videos because i really want to experience that part of the cigar i don't want to miss out on it so even though I'm coughing, I'm still getting some flavor. <laughs> even though I'm coughing, I'm getting some flavor. Yeah. The more you retrohale, the more you're going to be able to start tasting. I don't want you to get discouraged. You go and say, all right, well, I'm going to smoke a cigar today. I'm going to retrohale the whole time. You might not get that much. And that's all right. It takes time. You got to yeah. pick up those notes and train your nose and really pay attention. Focus on it. Once you start doing that, then it'll just come. You'll just yeah. start retrohaling and taste whatever. Like, I've been smoking for a few years now, and it took me almost a few years to be able to start picking up notes. And I still wouldn't consider myself 
as aficionado as like the guy at our shop that helps us like he has been smoking for 20 30 years so his it's much different yeah now so be careful watching these youtube videos and get discouraged because someone says they pick up 36 different notes they probably did not they probably picked up three to four at most maybe five throughout the cigar and that's it but these people might have shops or something so they need to sell cigars i don't know take shots fire i don't care but it is what it is, you know. Uh, not everybody, but there's some good review channels out there. Hopefully ours is one where we can be truthful, you know. Yeah. Um, and that's what we try to do. We don't try to bullshit y'all or say a cigar is great or not. Like, there's times like Robert didn't care for the 6002 by Placencia. No. Nope. I liked it personally. Nope. I actually met someone who said it was better than a Padron 1926. I know. You told me that, and I argued with you. I'm like... How in the hell? I don't know. He said the Padron was bland. I said, uh, what? I don't know about all that. For me, it's just all about experience as well. Like, if I'm buying a $20 cigar, I expect it to smoke, to draw good, to taste good. Even if I'm not retro hailing, I want the whole experience to be, be pleasurable for me. Yeah, and that's I don't buy a cigar just to... You know, smoke it and just not think about the flavors or all the work that was put in on it. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I get that and understand that 100%. I think a lot of people out there, unless you just got stupid money. Yeah. Because I know there's people out there. I probably know some people who got, you know, money like that. I just, I'm going to go in there and buy a bunch of Cohibas for 20 some dollars. That's the only brand you know. Yeah. And you just smoke them, you know. And that's kind of how Cohiba, honestly, in my opinion, makes their money. Because no one I know besides... I know one person who's a Cohiba fan that smokes, smokes cigars. Other than that, I don't see people just just smoking Cohibas. Not Dominican Cohibas and Nicaraguan. Now, don't get me wrong. Their Nicaraguan Black is very good. I had had it. And their uh, Massacre isn't bad either. I already say it. But overall, usually you're going to pay over 20 bucks for a cigar. And it's not going to be on a level of Padron and stuff. Yeah. But it's the name... It's so celebrated, you know, you hear rappers talk about Cohibas, and they're all talking about Cuban Cohibas, which we can't get here, but people just see Cohiba and assume. Yeah. And it's okay, but that's the thing, though. You get a lot of people that just go buy it. Like, yeah. hey, a Romeo and Julieta, that's the majority of their sales, I feel like, too, is, like, people know the name because it's been around so long, so it's yeah. like... And then they make some okay cigars. Yeah. If you're a beginner, that's honestly a decent brand to start with. Romeo and Julieta, like the 1875, it's a good light cigar, it's affordable. Those are some decent recommendations to go try, you know. Um, work your way up from there. So you might, some people, that's their brand. You know, Macanudo, Romeo and Julieta, Punch, those are all classic companies that have been around forever. Is, um, is Particus one? Particus has been around forever. Yeah. Particus, though, is a strong cigar, so I do not recommend Particus <laughs> to any beginner. I've had Particus whoop my ass. Really? Yeah. Yeah, man. You got to be careful with them Particus. They don't mess around. They'll part you, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of like their... I think it's all the same company that does those. I'm not sure. But if it is, then Particus is like their strongest line. Yeah. And then down like... Uh, but maybe... I don't know. I forgot who owns what. I know General Cigars, I think, has Cohiba and Punch. Um, but Romeo and Julieta is not under general. So, 
Oh, that was Winston Churchill's favorite cigar, like we talked about. The president, right? <laughs> <laughs> this guy. This I guy. learned. I learned the prime minister. Yeah. There we go. So, Robert's getting his history down. I mean, it's a learning process. So, I was a history nerd growing up, still am. So, but not everybody's that way. I assume that people just know. But I, I, I go. I guarantee, if I did a just grab a phone like these TikTokers and ask people who Winston Churchill was, a lot of people wouldn't know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they wouldn't. Now in the UK, obviously, you work. It's a different part of the world. Yeah. Like here in the US, it's not so big here. You yeah. Know? I could see that. I mean, the uh, radio show the other day did something about a, uh, who was the president on the hundred dollar bill. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, there is no president on the $100 bill, but they didn't even realize that. I know that. Everyone thinks for some reason. That's why it's so wrong. You have songs like, I want dead presidents to represent me, but like Jay-Z and Nas and stuff, different rap songs. and yeah. rap like. So you want all the way up to a $50 bill. That's it. No hundreds? Because Ben Franklin wasn't no president. So he was a founding father, but not a president. Yeah. But everyone likes to assume because he's on the biggest bill. No, he was not. But that's the thing. Like people don't. Mm, I'm care. getting a little nutty there. Are you? Yeah, I'm getting a little nutty. I'm about. I'm about the last third of the cigar. I just retrohead a little bit, and I got a little. I've been hit with man. the cream bomb ever since I talked shit about it. A big, <laughs> big nutty flavor right there, dude. Almost. You're gonna call me out on the bullshit, but like a butterfinger. I won't call you out on the butterfinger. Were you tasting peanut butter? No, but it's like I know this got some coffee in it. Maybe, a little bit maybe of that's what's kind of blending, blending together. I tasted nuts too in the beginning. I mean, toasted almond or something, but now it's been a tad bit of cedar, some type of wood. But man, the creaminess is there now. It is. I, I wouldn't expect. I wouldn't expect the creaminess in the beginning. Good cigar, especially for 10 bucks. Yeah. Man, I'll tell you what. Another great beginner cigar since we were just talking about it. So I've been on this real one on one kit lately. I start off, I got the 11th anniversary. Yeah, I got the 11th anniversary first. Especially for seven bucks, you know, I'm like damn. So 
back Maduro or whatever. <laughs> Even better. It was six bucks because I got the Robusto size. And man, that cigar was really, really good. Especially for six bucks. Like, wow. I yeah, I I could buy a box of that. Honestly, and that's the same one that I enjoyed the other yeah. day, wasn't it? Yeah, like if that cigar was ten bucks, I'd oh, still have dude. no problem paying for it. They are really, man, and it's a boutique brand, but they are rolled so nice. They really are. Um, I, that was me and you were actually talking about the Room One Hundred One, and I was like, you know what? Let me go give one a, a smoke. And I remember you mentioning something about the payback, so I picked up the Maduro one, man, and I, I smoked it. I love them. I gotta keep trying the rest of them. Yeah. Like the Doomsday is like seven thirty, and when they're that affordable, it's easier to try all of them. Now, don't yeah. get me wrong; they have the Ninsuki or whatever. That's the like purple one. Yeah. Yeah. Or n- uh, Ninsuki. I don't think that's how you say it. Oh, I forget. Nakasumi or something like that. I don't know. It's purple. It's like twenty four bucks. That's like their most expensive I've seen. Everything else is pretty affordable. And uh, I did the Forest is very famous too. I have not tried that one though, but I heard the Forest like Connecticut and stuff is like very good. Uh, so I want to try all of the brand because so far they have not had anything disappoint me. Yeah, it's slowly becoming like a very very marquee brand for my humidor. Yeah, and it just looks so nice too. I mean, dude, it's and that's the thing. There's so many to try, bro. You get to where you're stuck on like your regulars but for me i always stick with my regulars but i also like you said you go in and grab a couple that you ain't tried before you light them up and you be pleasantly surprised most of the time how how well they are and that's how i ran into foundation that's how i ran into or how you know you recommended Room 101 to me. Yeah. You're just like, hey, let me pick this up and see what it's about. It's random. I had seen our local cigar shop that we go to post pictures every day of certain cigars, and I'd seen it. But sometimes when I go, I'll get the cigar of the day, just try it. Especially if I haven't tried it, I'll give it a shot. And that's kind of what happened with the Room 101 that day. Because the same section it's in, it's, it's next to all the Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. That's kind of hard to yeah. pick. And then you have La Flor Dominica there as well. And um, Cuevas. Yeah. Um, speaking of Cuevas, I want to ask you about your Cuevas experience here in a minute. Mm. And uh, I want people to know the truth. <laughs> but uh, So it's hard. You're like, do I want a La Flor Dominica, a Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust, or Room 101? You know, or I'm not picking Cuevas, honestly. Yeah. I, mean, I don't have nothing against them, really. I've only had one years ago, so I don't really know. But it's hard in that section to pick. Yeah, it really you know? is. There's a lot of good uh, selections you can make. But the Cigar of the Day picture is what led me to buy that. And now I'm a Room 101 fan. Yeah. I've smoked Matt Booth mixed with AJ and Caldwell, which I do not like Caldwell very much, in my personal opinion. I will give it a try again. I'm sure someone's going to hear this and tell me I need to review a Caldwell. <laughs> so I'm biting myself in the ass, but that's fine, too. And... uh but that it was called the tea the Caldwell one yeah and Casey had bought some cigars for my birthday and she just had them help her out and they okay. gave her that one yeah. it was like two years ago or so for my birthday and uh, like a Patron a Cohiba Massacre that's how I smoked Cohiba Massacre and something else so there were some good, every cigar was a great recommendation they were all great cigars yeah and um, the tea was so good I've actually smoked the tea a couple times it ended up in the closeout closet so I had to buy a few mm. 
but they don't have them there anymore. I think they're out of stock. Yeah. But that was the first time I ever heard of Matt Booth. But yeah, go ahead and uh, talk about because you personally bought the new Cuevas. Yeah, it was the um, both flavors, right? Yes, I haven't smoked the. Was it? The, I haven't smoked the Maduro. I smoked a. It's a Cuevas. Um, limited. Yeah, it's brand new, and it comes in a. Lancero size. Yeah. Thing. Very skinny Lancero. And so the man. shop had just actually picked it up when... Uh, it just dropped, yeah. Yeah, and uh, so I went by and picked it up and uh, so it was a it was a Dominican Republic. Oh, it's a Flaco is what it's called. There you go, Flaco. 7 inch by 43. Damn, that's long and skinny. It's a, it's a really long cigar, but I was sitting out here in my smoke lounge and uh, I lit it up Nah, I cracked open a shiner and uh, the the first um, couple of draws were just very bitter to me. I was like, I'll, I'll purge it out and see what what I get out of it. So I purged it and about halfway through, it was still, man, just a very bitter taste. And then right before I got to the halfway portion, it's a huge crack, man. Mm. Huge crack. $12 cigar. Heartbreaking. $12 cigar, and I mean, the weather wasn't really bad. I mean, I've smoked many cigars in that same weather, and I hadn't had any issues. But for me, it just wasn't hitting a spot for me. I mean, $12, I should be getting a good a good smoke. And the draw even really wasn't all that. And so I still have that other one. Um, so it, they have a, a black label, and they have a red label. Yeah, so you and, smoked the red label, right? No, I smoked the black. And uh, I, think I think that that's one, the Maduro. That one is the Maduro, yeah. It's crazy a Maduro cracked on you. Yeah, the Maduro, yeah. And uh, I think they have the Habano. That I think that was the other one. But uh, yeah, it just, for me, it didn't, it didn't really make it. And see, they raved about it at... Cigar Week in Vegas or whatever. Yeah. The trade show. Yeah. That was like the big talk of Cuevas was their limited edition. And then Robert told me it sucked. I haven't smoked it personally, so I don't really know. Yeah, but... I got the Habano one left. And I'm going to give it a try and see what it is. Um, that one, too, was 12 bucks, So I bought both of them. Spent 24 bucks. I'll be really disappointed if I smoked that Habano. And it's the same thing. It's just as bad. Yeah, I'd be really disappointed in that. But uh, like I said, I'll always give a brand, uh, you know, two good good shots. And if I don't get anything good out of it, then I may just move on, you know? Yeah, I get that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I've been trying so many new cigars lately. I got the, um, I went the other day and I picked up the uh, Knuckle Sandwich. Oh, did you really? The guy Fieri? Oh. He's got two different ones. So he's got a Maduro and he's got a Habano. And, uh... Man, you gotta let me know how that tastes. Yeah, I got two of them. And so I'm, I'm looking forward... I didn't know Guy Fieri was even into cigars. I know the guy through the TV show, The Diners, di- Drives and Dives. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, but, uh... Food tours and shit. Espinosa actually makes those cigars, and it was actually made at, uh, AJ's factory. It's probably a good cigar, then. Yeah, it, I'm sure it's, it's it's gotta be at least a, a good little 
cigar. So when I when I smoke that, I'll definitely let you know on what that is. And does anything bad come out of AJ? <laughs> I mean, not that I know of yet. I mean, like we discussed, man, AJ was the man this last year, dude. There were so many cigars. Couple, I know. Yeah, the last couple. I mean, Ooh. I just got into it this last year, but... So, speaking of that, the new H. Upman Vintage A.J. Fernandez. Oh, yeah, you smoked that one. Or Heritage, what is it? Heritage Vintage, one of the two. Whew. Amazing full cigar. Oh, absolutely amazing. Really? I loved it so much. Everything was perfect on it. Um, man, A.J. just about. did his thing again. It was like 10 bucks. Anything H. Upman does with A.J. has been great. So, if you're looking for a good recommendation, go grab you any H. Upman that has uh, A.J.'s hand in it. And it's a very good cigar. And I know there was two, the two that we've smoked was the Vintage and then the 175th. Those are the two that I've had from H. Upman with AJ's hand in it. Have you had any other ones? Yeah, but they had their blue label. Oh, that is, I haven't smoked that one. Yeah, that one's good too. I got it in the humidor. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man, I think that concludes it for the day. We thank y'all for listening and hanging out with us for a bit while we talk cigars and other stuff, you know. We appreciate all the listeners out there. Keep listening. Yeah, thank you guys. We just want to say uh, y'all stay safe and continue to stay smoking on. You have anything you want us to cover or talk about, just send an email and we'll talk about it on another podcast. Send in your questions. Absolutely. Or if there's any cigars you want us to review, just let us know. All right. That's it. I'm Chance. And I'm Robert. And And we we are are the Cigar Cigar Gospel. Gospel.